Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host's goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Hey everybody, welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every single week we use a paper trading platform and we randomly move our fake money from one stock over to the next one. My name is Mike Morris, I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Gray. Yes. How's it going? Yes. Amazing. How are you doing? I'm coming in. Oh, I didn't think so. (laughs) Oh, come on. I'm coming in filled with what in your butt? Oh, that's what it is. Mud pancakes. (laughs) Turn that off. (laughs) Turn it off. Mud pancakes for breakfast. Stop. That's disgusting. Coming from Burbank, California. In the new Mess and Finesse studio. So here is the deal. Not that y'all give a shot. They care. They know huh? they can feel the energy. We're in a new space. They can feel it. It's different. It's far it's corporate. I like it. It's far more corporate. I like it. No, so the place we were in before. The place we were before. The person that writes that oh, is someone else here. Probably. There is a lot of there's a lot more people in this building than there used to be in the old building. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> I feel like so much of our friendship and anything of us performing has been being in performance spaces like after hours when you're not supposed to be there. I love it though because I then you're allowed to do you know when you'd be in like a high school at late at night just like oh, running my, my, down the hallways of course yeah yeah like when you have like parent teacher conferences it's like the the elementary school hallways look so different like in the midst of the night nothing made me feel more powerful than when my college improv troupe went to perform at one of my uh college improv troops members high school oh and we were just like <laughs> just walking like kings down the hallway but i just have there's, there's a picture of me with my shoes off and all my socks on like sliding Sliding down the hallway <laughs> like I'm a surfer on a big kahuna wave. The, <laughs> the green room is just like the band room. They're like, well, you guys can stay back here. Did you get any kind of special treatment as a performers? I just think people are like, wow, call. It was a based on like college, college improv. Hey, I'm just thinking, you think I'm gonna be, is a problem? I said big kahuna wave. <laughs> I was kind of, I, I, I toggled how much, how funny I thought it was. <laughs> Hold! <laughs> oh. No, I'm we will sorry. not stop. Big Kahuna Wave. There's nothing wrong with that. Why would there be something wrong with that? Oh, no, 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 no. Now you got me getting canceled. I watch the White Lotus, then you do. Uh, well, how many seasons did you? Well, all season one, or you all start watching season, season one. two? Oh, my favorite line of Jennifer Coolidge is when she goes, and at the center of the onion is just a lunatic alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking amazing. Um, but wait, so what, yes. was there any kind of green room? Like, what, what was the situation? How far uh, out of Boston I were you? I think it was just like, no, no, we were in Newton. Newton. Uh, That's exactly, exactly where I imagined it was. I yeah. was like, it's probably someone in your Boston improv group who lives not that far away. If you went to like Merrimack High School or like Nashua High School South, that'd be interesting. I just think there was this bait, this bait, like there is when you're in high school, this like feeling of like anyone who's like made it out on the other side older. It's like, wow, they're Whoa. Yeah. 
Do you ever have that feeling where like there are people that were older than you when we were like in high school or in early college that you like imagine they're like, wow, they just are so put together. And now I'm like, you know, when I think of where like is now, <laughs> I'm, I'm mouthing <laughs> is now I'm like, man, he's really got to put together. I'm like, I'm like way older than he was <laughs> when he was, I'm like, he I was see. probably like 22 when I was like, you've got it together. I'm 31 years old and I'm still trying to be the version of, yeah, I'm not trying to be that person, but you know, you know what I mean? I know exactly you're what you trying mean. to be older. You're trying to be more put together. I'm like, you know, that person probably was not all that put together. I actually am now suspicious. Now, now I actually think it's in, in retrospect. What's got you suspicious? <laughs> <laughs> the jungle, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's what that sound effect was. <laughs> We gotta get some uh, new sounds. Yes. Yeah, I like I like that we just abuse these. <laughs> it's my one you miss the boat segment, which I didn't miss any boats this week, so I'm not playing it. Oh. It's a segment. But um what, what were you saying? What was I saying? Yeah, I was like, you're you're trying to be Oh, oh, oh. I oh 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 oh, 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 oh. Thank you. <laughs> Finishing what were you saying, Ken? What worked so well is that the people we knew when we were 18 or maybe 22 were so confident and acted like adults. Yeah. And I, I'm just realizing now that in retrospect, how cra- it, it would be so off-putting to me as a 31-year-old to meet a very confident 22-year-old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Do you remember there was a, a mutual friend? We won't say names. We won't say names. <laughs> Do you remember him? Wait, it was... Yeah, really. A, <laughs> Wait, you remember that? He had the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, I was at NYU. <laughs> Wait, a, shit, maybe should say yeah, NYU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in. <laughs> well, I'll leave NYU. Yeah, in. they'll, they'll figure they'll, out. They don't listen to this thing. It was Spike Jones. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I don't think Spike Jones went to NYU. Did he? <laughs> Thank you. And the Grammy for best joke goes to <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> Again, crazy that he won a Grammy after. Well, (laughs) keep going. This person has a. (laughs) I know what you said in that space. Uh, He came in. We've got the mind. We've got a mind connection. And he was at NYU selling, selling drugs. Yep. And. Uh, Nate yes. wasn't, he was going to, he wasn't going to NYU to sell drugs. It was just something he did on the side. He got a degree in it. Oh, well, well I the thought he Gallatin was like, school of individualized economy. I thought he was like, I go to Pace, but I sell Coke at NYU because the kids are true. richer. I, I mean, wouldn't hey. be surprised if that was the truth. But I think he was at NYU, but I just remember yeah. him. He was the same age as me, younger. I think he was your grade. And I just remember him being like, yeah, I got three women. I'm selling drugs and I'm at NYU. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I oh. need help. <laughs> I'm a baby. Wait, you looked up to this person? No, I just think that like it was a project, like he was acting like a 35 year old. And I was Ah. like, it made me realize, I was like, oh, this is like a, this is like sometimes not actual maturity because I think I was more mature than him. Yeah. Um, Yes. uh, (laughs) We've got a caller from this this guy that we know with the. You know what I mean. Hey, how you doing? How's that coke going? You died of an overdose. Well, <laughs> not funny. Not funny. Reset. 
confidence is something that you can project and it might not be true to the actual level of confidence that you have. For instance, I feel like I actually was more mature than him in the sense that I wasn't like trying to like juggle three women and sell drugs. And he just had like, he had, it was, were you, and be honest, like we're on the pod and we get, well, this isn't the Patreon after hours where we really cut our stomachs open and get honest. But, but beyond, like, were you envious of this person one way, or were you like, were you aspirational? Not that, not that, just yes. because yeah, he yeah, was yeah, dating no, three yes. women, but just of like, uh, that's a person who's got a, well, everything they want. It's something that, as I think back, there's lots of examples like that where people like seemingly had it together in a way, and you look back and you're like, oh, that was, you could just like. You could just decide to be that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can just decide one day to be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm cool. And yeah. it, it might not be true. And I think that like I'm a, 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 a you know, a feral little baby. Um, <laughs> I'm a little baby boy. But you know what I mean? I think all of what, I, what I'm saying is that now I think it would actually be odd to run into someone like that who is 22 mm. and like insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Insanely confident in a way that's like not like. You know, when you just, just be like, I actually got all my life together and be like, well, let me see your apartment. Are your dishes done? Yeah, yeah. Who's doing this? I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that that's something that I learned in my life of I'm fortunate enough that I've, I've, I've had many different perspectives and, uh, many different like status points in my life where I've, I've been a goddamn dork, a loser, a baby, a real puddle of mud um but no like i definitely remember getting to a point where i realized uh as many do in the theater community it's like well this person's not any better than i am they just act like they know what they're doing i'll just act confident too yeah and that's a big piece of advice to people it's like no one's confident just Mm. pretend you're confident i then i want to jump on that and say that i don't mean that level of confidence. I mean, no, one, I notch, know. one notch higher. Yes. Which is like high status. What do you mean? Like the person who walks into a room and is like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. the king of the room. No, that, 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 I use the act of confident to like just convince myself that not everybody in the room hated me. Right. And I'd like be <laughs> exactly because I shit my pants um, constantly. I used it to be like, let me just fucking bring myself up to a level playing field. And I did that and it, and it, and it worked to a degree that I was able to convince myself that I was worthy. And that was a great thing of like, you know, you got to believe in yourself. And then, then real confidence came after that. But then I think I also pushed myself to a point of like, a great piece of advice is no one's confident. No one actually knows what they're doing. Just act like you know what you're doing. And that right. do, that is great. And it takes you to a certain level. But then I got older and I've just gotten to different points in my life where I was like, I really don't know how to get to the Glendale Galleria. And it's like, none of us do just act confident. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to get there. Like I get, I got, I get, find myself frustrated. I was like, I'm acting confident. What's happening. It's it's like confidence can bring you only so much. And then you get to a point where you just don't know where you're fucking going. And it's like, well, what could you do? It's like, you could look at the map and figure it out and quietly tell someone where to go or get there. But I'm like, there's no glory in that. No one thinks that that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, but like growing up is just like you get to a point where you just kind of do it and no one gives a fuck and you just don't get lost. That's the prize is not getting lost. Am I making any sense? <laughs> <laughs> the idea of being cool has had such an uh, vice-like grip over my life for such a long time. Does it still? Do you still fall back on it? I, uh... Do you still fall back on I'm feeling insecure like... Uh, if I do these tricks that help me feel cool again, that'll help me out of this. I think confident is different than cool. I don't know if I'll ever fully feel 
um, confident. I just don't think that's totally my nature, but I do feel more at ease with myself. Maybe I think I have a, uh, you know, get into therapy here, but oh, yeah. I think I have a confused sense of what confidence means, and I think I conflate it with arrogance a lot. The idea of like being like, oh, Mr. Big Shot, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, I will say, I, I, not being cool, being like being accepted. That's one thing. I mean, being cool, being like, oh, who's that guy? Not fame. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Just being like, oh, that guy knows, you know, whatever. Just like having some sort of st- status, I guess, right? Yeah. And the reason I really like, I texted you this earlier today, but the reason I really like comedy is that being cool doesn't work in yes. comedy and at it's all. So refreshing because the only way to quote unquote be cool in comedy is to be a dork. Yes. And and that's who I really am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. It's it's funny that it's the actually the like it is just the opposite, and that it what drives a lot of people crazy. It's like I just want to be kind of a cool, hot celebrity, a comedian. It's like there's just no such thing. It like, doesn't. I mean, you in a sense it can't, but you have to abandon. It's like a road. Like you can't do it unless you can unabashedly like just let fully let go. That's what people want to see. Is whether right. it's like yeah, just so we've gotten out of the like asshole comedian thing of just like i i don't know i said but i mean that's that to me is slightly like like uh, cool like that that to me is like uh more like i've never i have never had the want to be a gladiator do you know mm. what I mean? Have you ever had that want to be like? Oh, uh, yes, I have. Yes? Uh, we yeah? just saw a movie today and I <laughs> talked about how I want to be. I want to be because that's 15, like, 20 pounds heavier than I am now yes. of lean muscle and just be like, if any, it's OK, if anything's wrong, I will take care. I will kill the burglar. Because I do think that in a way, while it's like not totally true, someone like David Tell Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, they are these like almost like, Cutting. I guess not Jerry Seinfeld, but they're like gladiators. Like, I think that's why people like the, uh, like people like, uh, Joe Rogan. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, you can't fuck with him. That's not what I want. Yeah. 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 I more like want to be like more like hip. Like, yeah, I guess my only reference is like when I first saw bands like Justice, Jet, The Hives, I'm dating myself with these references, The Strokes, LCD Sound System. It's like they were, quote unquote, cool. And this it's an allure that's still there for me to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not who I am. But the the sort of like, uh, what do you call it? The catch 22 is that the only way you end up being cool. By being yourself. Yeah. And that sounds like an anti-drug campaign. No, no, I, I couldn't agree more. And it's, it's actually cool not to <laughs> You know? I, no. I, I, <laughs> it is. Uh, no, I kind of thought the same thing recently. Every once in a while, I'm like, I feel like I like struggled at a certain point in school. And then once I found the, the theater scene and the improv scene and the comedy scene and found this thing that I could relate to and get really into and started making more friends because it was like something I felt confident, like throwing myself into. And then uh, like I found this, I think well, the only thing that changed was my perspective, but I found a version of myself. It's like, I can be cool and confident because if I'm doing this and if people don't like this, that that I'm not for them and that's fine. But there's a, like, there are people out there who love me for this. I wish when I was struggling with this, I was just 
able, I wish I knew that all I had to do was dive deeper into just being myself. And I found myself even in other points of my life, getting away from that and being like, how can I just like do this and like be, be accepted or whatever. And I'm like, no, I got a point where I was like, you know, in middle school, I wish instead of like trying to be, and just being quiet. Cause I couldn't think of something cool to say. I wish I just said these things that the knowing myself, me confident, me would say, yeah. and I feel you feel yourself get away from that. And it's, it's fucking, it's crazy that life just works in cycles. It's, and it's like, you know, it, it takes so long to figure out, you know, various pieces of what it is you want. And this is the podcast now, by the way. This is the podcast now. <laughs> I was going to say, Ken, this isn't a pump no, yourself up speech. No, don't Subway. Get, don't sound Subway. No, I love Subway if you don't Subway. Keep going. We just did the research for this episode right before. Yeah, no, sometimes <laughs> it's nice to have on the, we're fingers on the pulse. We got the newest, most relevant info five minutes ago and we researched it. We keep going. Keep Here, going. Here's what I want to say. I find myself- Just say sh- the word IMAX so we can move on. IMAX. Got it. <laughs> That one was real. (laughs) I find myself, I find myself in a precarious position where I am now older than before I was like in my twenties. And like, there was a difference between like high school people asking for advice from people, people out of college is very different than people in their mid twenties asking for advice from people in their early thirties. I'm now in a position where people from Boston have, uh, message me and ask me for advice on like, how did you do summer film night live? All kinds of things like that. Yeah. 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 And the only thing I've realized, and this is the final thought is that I only know why I like what I like because I bumbled or I tried so much stuff yeah. that didn't fit, you know? And I even, I had a moment last night that it like all came together where it's like, Ooh. I love, Musical theater, and it will always keep coming together, right? But like, I loved musical theater, but when we did Spring Awakening, I felt myself be like, I like the music, but I don't like the acting of Mm. this. I love putting on a costume and I love being pretending to be a character, but I don't like this. And so I drifted away from theater Mm -hmm. because I was like, I'm not a theater person. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm an improv person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at a certain point, I was like, but I like writing stuff and I like performing pieces. And then at this show last night where people were performing characters, I was like, oh, it's whatever this is. Where oh, I, really? I was wearing a wig and a costume <laughs> and no one was batting an eye. That's yeah. theater people. But we were doing funny things. That's, That's comedy people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there's this like lane of like whatever. And LA is one of the, LA and Chicago are one of the only places that have this scene that is like that Will people like Will Ferrell came out of. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is my tribe. Mm-hmm. People who like to do theater, but funny, but like, but like, a, like very funny theater. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, yes, a hundred percent. Like it's, it's the same as someone writing a really good song. And it's like, how did you write that song? That was so unique. And it's like, it's not like I just know how to write crazy, unique things. Like I started by, there are people who like music and don't like music. That's a huge extreme. Then there's people who like it, like enjoy having music on. And then people who like, like certain, like, like to get into like what certain styles of music. And then you want to know your genre of music. Right. And then in the genre, you don't want to know like the artists that you like. Then you want to get the melodies that you like. And then eventually it's like, how'd you write Stairway to Heaven? It was like, it was fucking easy. I've been doing, I've been, right. I've been narrowing this down for so long. 
It, and yeah, especially yeah. like that in LA and in Chicago, where it's like it's easy to be a part of. Like it's now, especially that you're you're like, I don't know, being in a culture where all those people are coming to be. And yeah, I, I, I guess I'm just saying I don't even know how we started on this. Writing the confidence, a twenty-two, a thirty-year-old asking a twenty-two-year-old, yeah, yeah, yeah. vice versa. I don't, I, I don't even know what. But what was the entry point for all this? Who cares? I, guess I know. I'm, I'm, I'm liking this because we were talking about confidence. We were talking about the yeah. idea of, of, of aspiration, and we're talking about a high school kid asking college kids for advice. And it's right. like at the end of the day, you can ask for advice all you want, but like you, you just got to take swings. I, I think, yeah, for me, I have not gotten more confident. I have legitimately gotten less afraid. You're so fucking interesting, and I think I think this all the time. You're interesting too, my friend. Uh, ooh, um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting how you can fill up your tidy whities so much with that. Like, that gack you got or, back there. Uh, or let me rephrase. I found something that other people find afraid. I found a lane where I go, oh, I'm not afraid of that. Yeah. I am nervous. I am not af- I am not legitimately afraid. Like I know people who legitimately can't even get on stage. It is their nightmare. Yes. But you're, for me, your dad, anytime you do a show, I don't even know how you get up there. It's like you've been in bands. Like you understand <laughs> what it's like to be on stage. What don't you understand? I'm sorry, but you were gonna call me interesting? Yes. <laughs> no, but again, it's yeah, it's it's the well that closing on that is like it's the the cliche that like the number one fear is public speaking the number two is death like but we got to a point in life where i was like not only is this easy for me i like this i hate school i love presentations like and you're fascinating to me because i feel like we've been we listen to the show we've had this conversation a million times but you're so interesting like you are someone who i think does have an absorbent amount of uh an abundance of confidence but also has moments of I don't want to call it like insecurity. Do you know what I'm saying with that? I am not. Yeah. To be to, to have you be like, I'm not confident. I'm like, I know that there is truth in that and you are right. And you are also so fucking wrong. I am not. I don't have a lot of confidence, I think, in the in the macro. What I would I say do is in the micro, or I guess what I, I say when I, I I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off when, when I, I guess like me as a unique perspective to that is like, I can agree. If you say I'm not, or I am confident, uh, confident, I can see times if I can see the story you're following of like, I'm not confident. I can see you like in a situation where maybe you felt, and everyone has this like feels you feel like uncomfortable or awkward or something. I'm like, I guess maybe that's what he's referencing. I've also seen you like, Four, three hours before a show goes on, like just putting your head down and making this fucking amazing thing and just being people like, how'd you do this? You're like, it just I don't know. Like, right. You're not gloating. You're not arrogant. It's just like, but you you have no you have no problem stepping into like, I can do this. I think, I'll do this. I think, yeah, I think I like I could go back way back to what I, I don't even know how long ago this was. I think I have a bizarre sense of what not bizarre, but to me, confidence is like social confidence. Mm. And but I guess when it comes to stuff I want to do, like I guess if I want something, I'm not afraid to say that I want it unless it's like in the arts. Yeah, like, uh, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. But I, but I, I see confidence as the person who's like, I should have the role. No, I'm yeah, not yeah. that person. No, and that's actually a very good way to. That's a Do very you know good what way I mean? to say. Not like I want the lead role, but it's more of like 
I want to do a live sketch. I want to do a live variety comedy show. Like, why can't I do that? I'm just going to do it. Right. I wish this existed. No one else is doing it. Well, of course I can pull it off. Like I know how to do it. I'll fucking do it. Yeah, That's I, the kind of confidence yeah. I'm talking about. And, and you've been able to do a lot of crazy things because you are maybe not confidence, not the word. I don't know. It's, but, but just, you have a type of confidence that I don't have. It's it, we have very different skill sets. Which like is why I, such a great you are someone I I see as uh, <laughs> like confident in a way that I am not, and and this I do think though that it's not. I like I am afraid, legitimately afraid of talking to people that I don't know. Mm. I am not afraid of putting on a wig and screaming on a stage. Yes, which I get nervous about. I get nervous, but like I am legitimately afraid of like I I stall out and like like even with when I was dating I like if there's a conversation like I used to have a joke saying like I'm only good at conversation if you're good at conversation yeah and less of a joke it is a good joke as it's just true and that's, that's <laughs> true for everybody I, I guess some some people like you can like you like are able to like and this is why I asked you in the sales episode like yeah. you sail IMAX you sail IMAX <laughs> I the way I max sell I <laughs> Imungus oh, yes. what was it <laughs> the rocks humongous Imungus <laughs> you were saying something nice about me yes <laughs> you have uh, a wonderful um it, but it, it translates on stage you have uh, for lack of a better phrase, X Factor. Uh, hey, I love that. You yes. do have a floating, like, uh, okay. So, for example, I am at a new level at the Groundlings. And I wanted to do an applause sound, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I love the second part. I Go ahead, yeah. have a feeling that I am not, I am not great at present. Uh, if it was solely an audition environment, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay. Like I can come across confident if it's like, I get to prepare three minutes and perform for you. Yeah. I can like knock that out. I am bad. First day of class. Go around, say your name's fun fact. I panic. Yeah. 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 I blow it. And I feel like in almost every single improv class I've had in my entire life, I, no one bets on, no one n notices me until like class three or four. And I think. That's very interesting. Not, no, not as in like, I, I think I like perform confidently, but like, I think I start to like stand out later. Yeah. As like, I think I get more comfortable with the room. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because I don't feel, I don't have that confidence that like, I think the kind of like almost potentially toxic confidence, I don't know, uh, toxic? <laughs> I don't, don't want to call it toxic, but I mean, no, I, you meet people who are like, good to go, moment one, yeah. will touch your shoulders, go crazy, big, loud, yeah, start yeah. being like, what's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not that person, but once I have the social confidence of like, I essentially have to collect like social permission slips of like, does anyone, everyone that. not hate me? Everyone not hate me? Everyone not <laughs> yeah, hate yeah, me? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm going to find, and I've even, I bet that experience happened to me at DRT too, where I was like a quiet guy. Derek from like, Theater. Everyone yeah. likes me. Okay, let's rock. I have seen that. And that's not a surprise to me if I've seen that with you, but in a way you're free because, well, I guess, no, I don't know because- in this quiet poll you're talking about of like, does everyone like me? Does everyone like me? I, I have seen, I'll give you more credit than that. If I have, I know you do that and I have seen you do that. And I have seen you be like, everyone like me, you like me. You like, and I have some seen people be like, no, 
I do not like this. This is not for me. That's not funny to me. Well, then I instantly but, flip to resentment. Yeah, but, but, but I see you also, the confidence of just being like, okay, well, fuck that. Like, you do do that, but then at the same time, you also just get to a point where you're just like, I'm revved up and ready to go, and this, these three people don't like it. These people do. I'm just going to do exactly what, like... But then when you get to that point where you're, when you are presenting, you 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 get to do it with a level of confidence and a level of... Um, of understanding and security of like, well, this is, ju I know I'm uh, now, now people are into it and it's exactly what I want to do. I get insecure because sometimes I feel I come into a room hot because it's, uh. it's the, it's the, it's the, I didn't do the homework, but I'll just make such a great presentation that no one realizes I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. And then you kind of peel it away. It's like, oh, that guy's cool. Like, so what are you doing? It's like, uh, honestly, nothing. <laughs> I worked really hard on making a good first impression. And now that you got to know me, I don't know. I Those are my deep, dark insecurities. I feel like this is the Patreon after hours. No, nah, uh, that's uh, gone Patreon. now. <laughs> so <laughs> Go that has gone this way. Yes. <laughs> no, it's great. Keep going. I, uh, I think you haven't, it's, it all depends on what you do with it and what yeah. you want. I think if, if someone met me and someone met you in like, and had, five minutes with both of us yeah you were the person they would bet on i i uh, yeah i uh, do you know what i mean <laughs> i think we're fine no yeah we are no one's knocking on the door no i see shadows <laughs> anyway um that was a very very nice thing you, you you said and i think what's nice is that you actually also have the ability to deliver so it suits you as opposed to there are some people who there are some people that we've met and that we know who yeah, can yeah, get yeah. themselves into a position of being like getting the job and then can't do it. Yes. And are like yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. like, well, fuck that. Like, it's not about that. I am more. I am learned my you're qualified and ready for every job, but I am mad at my own inability to like because I don't know how to sell myself. And I'm learning how to do it here in Los Angeles because you have to. Yeah. Uh, but it's it feels I feel sometimes when I have to talk positively about myself versus I can talk about what <clears throat> I'm doing yeah. endlessly. But if I have to like pitch myself, I sometimes feel like a like a babe walking and like <laughs> I'm learning to walk in that way, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, yes and no. Like, I, I it's funny you say that way. And I think I, I think that we are. That's why we're so close. I think we are two different versions of 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 a type one or whatever the fuck you we want to are, say. I think We're, deep down we have the same exact insecurities. I, I think we do. And I, I, I think we just, and <laughs> I, at the end of the day, out of the cauldron <laughs> in different ways. I mean, I think, I think you're right. If I think we are, we have different strengths, but we are kind of the same thing of what big, I, uh, sexy, talented. big, sexy, tall, I'll say it hunks. Um, but no, I, I think that we're right. <laughs> Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I, the people outside, I've sat by for all this dribble, but when you start calling yourself hunks, I got to stop <laughs> this. Um, but no, I, I think that we like, I, I agree that like, I, we do know the person with big bravado and then they get in and it's like, well, I don't actually do anything. I, I'll take your covenant and say that I have faked my way into a lot of situations of, of, of an audition is a great example of like, I would, I felt, I felt like I was very good at auditioning and pretending I was good enough yes. to be in the room uh -huh. but then i will give myself credit if i then get in the room that i think i'm unqualified for and it's like great now like start fucking learning as fast as you can and i do think that i learned at one point it was like anyone can fucking do anything like you just got to like ask a trillion fucking questions and learn and get there yeah and i think you already i think you always have 
these skill sets that you can really do anything that you want to. And I, and you say that you are not good at presenting yourself and selling yourself, but I also see that version of you when you need to, and you fucking do it and you do know how to do it. Yeah. And I think very well, uh, I do think that if you are, if you are, if you are listening to me and you feel at all like me, the only, the way I've compensated for it is, is by being like, I'm I can't fucking explain myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make it and show you. Yes. And yes, that, yes, yes. That is like, like I am not great at pitching sketches. I've learned how to get better at it, but there have been lots of times where I pitch a sketch, no one laughs. And then I go, you just need to see it. And yeah, then yeah, I, yeah. I write it and like film it or something and then show it. And they're like, Oh, Oh, That's okay. great. I get it. And like, I'm realizing I didn't quite express what was funny, but I said, I don't know if you can't. I'm- but then the next time you pitch a sketch that doesn't maybe do well on the pitch, they're like, well, I also didn't really understand this last one. This last one was fucking great. Yeah. Like the work speaks for itself. Speaking of IMAX, uh, one quick question for you. We went to the movies today. What is your go? I said I was paying for snacks. You did a conservative popcorn and a soda. What's your what's your that fantasy? Is you have go-to. a three hundred dollar gift card to AMC. That's what you're oh, doing. Wow. Okay. So Mike and I went and saw the Triangle of Sadness, the Los Feliz three. Great movie. Because Great we theater. are are doing uh, IMAX. IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> Every single week, we're having to remember what's going on. Next last week, our money was in Best Buy. No, wait. Last week, our money yeah. was in. Oh. Nope. Solo show. This Solo is show with Ryan Sander. Best Buy. Best Buy. Three hundred dollar gift. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Just kidding. We're not back yet. All right. No. Tell me uh, about that. Tell me about that. Con- so we went. Saw, we went. Saw it was all the triangles. Sadness. I lose three. Would you recommend? Triangle Don't sadness. Spoilers. I'm not just spoilers. I would recommend. I will say that movie is great. Okay. I'm gonna say this, but it's it's not that kind of movie. It is slow, but it's not slow. Slow. Yes. It's slow, but very yes. interesting. That sounds like you. Can you do that again? Yes. No, yes. no, no. Yes. Wait, do it one. Yes. 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 No. <laughs> that does sound like you. No. Uh, tell me about this concession choice. I uh, said, do you want to put candy in the popcorn? You went silent. Were you in your head? Did you not want to do it? Did were you, you not upset care? that we didn't do it? Were you afraid not of pushing that agenda on Not at all. I, I had too much sugar today anyway. I didn't really want Moira to Moira has been gone for a week. I've been a little bit of a sweet treat bender. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Yes. No. <laughs> That's God. what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Ravioli. Give me treats. Ra- ra- ravioli every I've night. Ra- ravioli every single night followed by a handful of chocolate chips. <laughs> what the hell? You don't even have... <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. The you don't even bus. have like Snickers bars in your house. You're just eating no, handfuls I, of chips. No, there was. Well, <laughs> come on, be honest. No, the past two days I have had a handful of chocolate chips. They're very good. Uh, these ain't the shitty ones. Where a bakes nice. I get uh, it. Okay. The dark chocolate's actually good for you. Keep going. Three hundred, not dark chocolate. Uh, it's <laughs> milk. Yeah, big milk Ooh. leaves your mouth leaves that funny taste. Oh in your mouth. yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of like you. What is that? <laughs> Ew. Uh, Three hundred dollars AMC fantasy order. Okay. I'm not saying like I want nine pizzas. I'm saying you can have whatever the fuck you want, and it's actually wasteful. And the three hundred dollar gift card gets thrown out if you don't. Wasteful. Use it. Okay, so. My problem in general with movie theaters. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. No, I wanted what? that. Oh, oh that, that one. No, 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 I didn't want that. I wanted this. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, so my problem is that I generally am like, oh, I can't have candy, and I just and then I eat a ton of popcorn. And for some, you ever, you know that popcorn tummy you get? You, you, you know popcorn for dinner. That was me tonight. I'm like, you're oh, like starting yeah. popcorn. You're like, oh, I'm hungry, and then you, you're like, oh, I it is I so popcorn. empty ultimately. Yes, it but is. But it is tasty. Yes. Anyways, yes, 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 yes. yes. 
No. Yes. No. Get out of my head. <laughs> oh, yeah. So fantasy, Say the order. Fantasy order. Whoppers. My favorite candy? If I had to be honest, I would have little tiny buckets of a lot of things. It'd be Junior Mints. Junior Mints. Snow caps. I love snow caps. Now, Burrells, yeah, shut yeah, the yeah. fuck off. Yeah, you hate when I say you're a snow I saw cap. flash behind your ass. Whoppers, Junior Mints, snow caps. Nah, fuck snow caps. Do you remember when you went to the movies? The guy was like, do you have frozen Junior Mints? And they said yes. And they turned around to you, and a stranger, and he goes, they got frozen Junior Mints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. What? Gun to your head. Can you tell me what episode that was that you shared that on the podcast? I was in Somerville. You were in Somerville for I'd seen Dune. podcast. Where was it when Dune was happening? Where were you at that point in time? I was in Somerville. No, I know, but in, in time and space. Like, what time of the year? What day oh, was it? What God. month was it? Uh, it was cold. It was getting cold. What was it? What episode was it? Do you think the podcast sucked when we weren't, didn't live together? We did it on Zoom I just don't know. us? I'm not going to listen to it again. Me neither. Keep going. <laughs> what Fantasy episode order. was it? Do you know? No, I have no idea. Oh, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Don't do that to me. You uh, just, it was like it was a check-in, like, chit-chat in the beginning. Fantasy order. Let's, uh, to expedite this, you tell me where you would change as each thing comes up. Junior Mints. Yes, no. That's on your list. Whoppers. Well, not on my list. In this fantasy, I have a million things. Like, I wasn't okay. thinking about that. Oh, if it's no. a million things, so I am... Yeah, a million things is a crazy different answer. Okay, if it I'm is saying, true... Pretty much I'm saying, when you go to the movies and you're getting com- when you're and you're getting okay, okay. concessions, what L- do you get? Let's keep framing it and not answering it. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep framing, keep framing. Keep framing. What am I, a painting? Stop! <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? This is not a good episode. (laughs) There's a point where I almost said, should we restart? (laughs) (laughs) This is honestly arguably my favorite episode, too. But as soon as you were like, we're just not doing the podcast. And I was like, maybe people will like that we went up the rails and didn't talk about the company at all. Oh, God. Do you want to just start over? No, 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 no. Be here till midnight. (laughs) Okay, so here's how I will frame it. If I had to do the, you, you ever do this with your partner? You do like, oh, we're doing like movie night at home. And so you go buy all the snacks, you buy at a movie theater as you watch something at home. Yeah, like oh, kind like, of. I wish we did that more. If Amanda, if you're listening, let's do that more. Moira is big on that. Like, hey, let's do like a movie night. Or yeah, let's do like, for instance, she'll do like, oh God, I forget what it is. It's like, or like pizza party or like, ooh, like 4th of July where it's like, oh, we're doing, ooh, tonight we're doing like hot dog night, which means we're getting like coleslaw and oh. hot dogs and French fries. Like, Invite us over when you do that. We're we having that. like, a, like, a, a, like a genre of food. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yes. So like, for instance, being like, ooh, we're doing like, ooh, it's Sunday. Like the page. Patri- <laughs> Say ooh. 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 Oh, it's hot dog. It's glizzy night. Oh, oh, oh we got it. We're like night. glizzo. Stop. Uh, so, like, for instance, you've done this. You have done this. Yeah, I do it. For, like, no, no, no. it's Sunday. The Patriots are on. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. It is, like, oh, we're not just getting, like, pizza. <laughs> oh. We're getting wings. We're getting candy. Yeah, we're getting yeah. Beer. We're getting donuts. We're getting beers. So, Moira will do, like, oh, let's do movie theater, which is where we, like, get, like, popcorn, candy, soda, and we sit and watch a movie at home. And I we have the experience that. of a theater at our house. If I was doing that and it was, like, ultimate fantasy, there would be one table that's hot and savory and one that's sweet and fun. Yes. And the hot table would be hot dog nachos oh, and popcorn. Oh, hot dog. I, and that's it. 
I don't know. Hot dog. Wow. Hot dog and nachos popcorn. popcorn. I don't think I would do like chicken nuggets or burgers or any of that other shit. Mm. And then the other table would be Sour Patch Kids, peanut M&Ms, Junior Mints, uh, and uh, uh, probably like Twizzlers. I feel like that's like a classic. That's good. And then there would just be fucking ice cold water. Ice cold oh. water and fucking ripping cold cherry coke. Yeah, baby. That now be, you're talking my language. And I would fucking d- take a bite of the hot dog, dip it in the cheese sauce for the nachos, and then I move over the candy, and then I'd fall asleep before the movie is fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd have to watch fucking Marley and Me. I didn't oh, even want to see. I fantasy, didn't want to see it in the first. There's a place. toilet in the seat, so I could diarrhea <laughs> so you can while it's shit, happening. Shit, while you're watching the movie, you. We talk about all these recliners. Sorry, Why don't they have a bucket at the end? No. <laughs> Um, I'm a similar thing. I like popcorn. Sometimes I do the um, milk duds in the popcorn. Oh, I forgot milk duds. But if I'm being honest, that's not even, if I was my fantasy, I'm not even getting popcorn at all. My fantasy is I do hot nachos in the first half of the movie, extra large ice cold cherry Coke. Halfway through the movie, I'm getting Whoppers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's the way to go. I like starting it off. Um, That would be my exact order too. Wait, did was popcorn in that? I said no popcorn. Oh, no popcorn. I'm, I, I, I get popcorn for the novelty of it all, but at the end of the day, it's not something I crave. I, I got I to gotta tell you this. Oh. You, you mix. Do you like mixing stuff in the popcorn? Or is I, that something that was introduced uh, to you? I just started doing I see more movies than I've ever seen out here. It's not natural. It's not natural. <laughs> no. You uh, started doing it out here? I started doing it. Uh, yeah, because- What I, else you start fucking doing out <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, you fucking idiot. Um, oh, it's just now that I'm an adult and I just see more movies than I ever have because I have a movie theater so close to my house. Like the past couple of years, I was like, I'm an adult. I make money. I can do whatever I want. I used to go to movie theaters and maybe get a small drink with no ice at all. And now I'm like, I can get snacks. I should get popcorn. I sh- if I'm getting a small popcorn, I should put milk duds in it. I like the chocolate and the butter and the carrot. I, but I prefer to mix it in the mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, you're like Frank like, and Sonny making sandwiches in his mouth, eating I, pieces of bread and meat. Sort meats. of. I do like that. By I the do way. love that as well. Uh, I just think I am not. You do you like chili cheese fries? Mm, better in theory than an execution. Yeah, I, if I truly like, I would love to make chili cheese fries by dipping fries like burgers. Yes. Never said here in Los Angeles, dipping the fries in the cheese or like some sort of mixture. Like I love, I love a chip and dip. Yeah. I. It's Why re- not mix it all up in my mouth? I, I like a salad is the only time when I really want stuff. And I'm not a guy who doesn't like his food to touch. I'm not one of those. Oh, people. no, 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 no. I love the, I love the interplay. I love the way the boundaries mix. It's like Catalonia. You uh, like when uh, your, your pickles on the side are sauce. bleeding juice into the bottom of your burger and now your burger is soaking wet. You yeah. love that. I don't fucking put it like that. <laughs> you I'm love that. I'm talking about it's like the border of France and Germany, the Alsatians, the way yeah, that sure. there's a tasteful blending of. <laughs> You're dancing. Oh, it's both the Frankfurter <laughs> and down. the fine wine. <laughs> What is this? Yeah, sit down. Um, I do. No, I, I I completely agree. I enjoy that as well. But I'd rather take a handful of milk duds, handful of popcorn, and yeah. eat it interplay and let the flavors linger and play. Let, let the play, 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 play,
taught us through a story that you told me once, maybe not even on the pod. When you have the deli containers and you have leftovers, put your chicken in one, your rice in one, your beans in another one. So that way you can mix them all up again if you want them as leftovers. Yes. Or if you just want rice and beans, you can mix those. Or if you just want to put beans in a quesadilla you're making, you got those. You've been doing that? Separated. I've been doing it so hard. And I've, I'm confident because I got so into the idea of the deli containers. We were doing that before. When the bear came out, now everyone's got the deli containers. Ken, God. we did it before. And G- Will Gianetta did it before everybody. Bears. <laughs> da bears. Speaking of bears, let's find out if IMAX was bullish or bearish this week when we invest all our money in there. And we're going to find that out after, after the, the break. break. We're back. And we're back. I'm peeking. I'm peeking. You're peeking? I don't know. I just feel like I'm screaming into the microphone. Ken, we invested all of our money into IMAX this week. IMAX. And we thought it'd be funny. Why don't we? uh, IMAX? UMAX. The sequel to iCarly. Oh. (laughs) Imungus. The rock is humongous. Kenny made a joke about being Imungus. We got to move on. We don't have time to do this, guys. Um, we said, we're going to do IMAX this week. We're buddies. We hang out. And we were like, hey, this will just be a fun excuse that we get to go to an IMAX movie. Looked up the IMAX movies today. The only options were an anime movie and Black Adam. And you and I both said, do you want to go to a non-IMAX movie instead? Why did you not want to see Black Adam? Why no, did you make that decision? On me. Why did you? you first I was idea of not dying to, to see no. Dwayne in Black Adam. No, you dying. weren't. No, okay. It has actually got nothing to do with Black Adam, mm. but more what Black Adam represents. Does to me. Oh, what oh, is Black Adam? First off, it doesn't look that interesting. Can I share a little funny Black Adam story without putting you off the rails? Sure. I don't know if I want to say this story. I was I was hesitant. Now I'm, I'm hesitant now that I said it because I don't want to be offensive because there's a, an offensive part of the story that I don't think is funny. But this a very insane thing happened to me in a hotel the other day. I was in a hotel. Uh, we, if, we at the when we were young vessel right before it got canceled. We're all getting ready. Um, are you familiar with Ina Ina Garten, the Barefoot Contessa? Yeah, she has this other TV show. I forget what it's called. Where she has Black Adam. Uh, she has another TV show, Black Adam. No, she has this other TV show where she invites celebrities over and she makes oh, them dinner. It's, yeah, 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 I forget yeah, yeah. what it's called. So she has a house in the Hamptons and she's making this food or whatever, and she invites over her neighbor Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane, we all love Nathan Lane. Um, so she's kind of like hypes them up. They're kind of like having some this and that they're talking, they're making food, they're whisking, they're laughing. Then in the middle of the show, they get to kind of real talk. And Nathan Lane is a, is a, is a queer actor, uh, uh, and, oh, and has been for a long time. And he ends up talking about it. And they're like, so she's like, they're talking about his career. And she's like, you dropped out of high school and you moved to New York city to be on Broadway. And, and you were like an openly gay man at a time that that was not, as common, as commonly talked about as it is now and as accepted as it is now. And he goes, no, he goes, it's not actually. And I'm, I'm Catholic and it's very much, was very much not talked about in the Catholic community. And he sits down in this very sincere moment and he goes, I there, he's like, I'll never forget the day that I told my mother, uh, she's a small Catholic woman. And, uh, I told her and that I was gay and all the, all the blood rushed out of her face 
And I'll never forget what she said. She said she through tears. She goes, I, I, it would be better if you were dead. And I was like, this is such as um, this horrible, but, but beautiful. He persevered. He's such a successful, happy person. This beautiful, so sad story. He, she, she, he drops that bomb that she says that. And I'm fully on the edge of my bed watching this, taking it all in. Jerking off. I'm not jerking off. A cheap joke. I'm sorry. As, as <laughs> we get after the break. So he says that it lays there. And as he says it, there's a beat. Ina's taking it in. And what happens? Fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson and microscopic version floats up to the bottom of the screen, <laughs> shoots laser beams on his fingers, and in the corner on, on, of the TV on Nathan Lane's chest, there's an explosion, and it says, Black Adam coming into theaters this Friday. <laughs> Not that funny. It was absolutely insane to watch. Such a such a truth bomb. <laughs> like, are you adjusting my mic as I'm screaming yeah. into it? <laughs> I just think the levels are all different. Such, Please, so such a truth bomb. Such a truth bomb. And then Black Adam flying onto the screen, shooting out laser beams and having an explosion on fucking the Barefoot Contessa TV show. It was insane. So now you, that I told that you, 10 minute long story, do you remember what you were talking about? No, so the marketing pissed you off. The marketing sure as fuck pissed me off. And I was like, yeah. what is this fucking piece of shit? Not Marvel DC movie. He's not a villain. He is a villain, but he's just what we need. How can he do so many okay, movies? I'm going to back this up real smooth. Real smooth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you, you had the opportunity to see to go to make the booty go. I was just thinking about that song in the shower the other day. Not thinking about a girl okay. booty going so, slap. I literally was like, why am I remembering this song? Continue. Black okay. Adam, you had the opportunity to go with your buddy to an IMAX movie to see Black Adam. You said, let's not. Yeah, we agree. Uh, we uh, we said that. I said, I don't want to okay, see this. Okay, movie. okay. So, but I I hear that the comic of Black Adam. Like the con he kills at the cellar. Uh, yes, yes, he's so funny. <laughs> no, the original comic Black Adam uh, is apparently like a, a fan favorite. So I'm not saying that I don't like the story of Black Adam. Like, mm -hmm. it's just that we are so oversaturated with superhero content. It's just I just don't have the space to care anymore about any new. It's so, and so often, so many of my our friends are like, but they could shoot lasers out of their fingers. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's <laughs> their not. Fingers. I don't care. I, I feel like it's just been a it. fucking edging buildup of Spider-Man One with Tobey Maguire came out and people went, "You like that?" and they said, "Yes." And then Iron Man came out, and they said, "You like that?" and we said, "Yes." And then it's the Avengers and the Civil War and the multiverse and more TV shows. Do you like that? Yes, yes, we want more. And then The Rock is wrestling. He goes, "Do you like that?" and they said, "Yes." And then they said, "He's acting. Do you like this?" And we said, "Yes." Yes, here's a million movies. Ugh. Do you like this? And then it's like, yes. And it's like, what if The Rock was a superhero? And I just think everybody just like exploded. And I'm just like, where can we go from here? It's just, it's too much. Yeah, I don't want to see I did not want to see that film. I don't care. I just don't have, there are certain genres that you just, you just, there's some things that people just don't buy into. Like I remember yeah. when I was young, it was folk music. I was just like, I just, for whatever this is, doesn't work on it's me. It's not for me. Man. Now I'm older and I get it. And, yeah. But I think whatever it is about superhero movies, I don't want to say I've aged out of it. Cause I've always, I've never liked the like, that's for babies. Yeah. 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 It's just some sort of like hat on a hat. 
uh, there's too many steps. There's a, whatever it takes to buy into the movie Black Adam. I am, <laughs> I, I am spent. I am spent. I totally get that. Um, but and I'm kind of sad. At, I mean, one last pre pre uh, company question that I have for you, which we were kind of riffing about before we started on the pod. Not the company. I invite you to see an IMAX movie. Do you really know what IMAX is? I do now, but but like this that, as a viewer. What are you expecting you're going to get when you go to this movie? Big and loud. Yes. Like the screen Immersed in sound. Big theater, loud sound, high quality image. But what I don't ever really understand and I find myself caught up on is we went to the movies today and you know where it's like the Sony sound and it is this encapsulated like... Boom, boom. And it's like Sony. Yeah. It's like this big thing that you're like, wow, that sounds crazy. And then there's also, or maybe it's Adobe. And whatever. then the movie never uses any of that. They don't really use any of that. And then there's also another one where it's like, this is a Sony movie. And it's like glistening crystals. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? And you're yeah, like, wow, yeah. this movie looks good. I'm like, can the IMAX be, I'm sure it is better than that. But I was like, do I need any better than this? It's way more money. There's only two options for movies. I, I, I think that. There is some con okay. I've thought about. I've been thinking about this actually r recently. I I think the history of like what IMAX is has to do with a connection to what the movies are that we don't. There uh, kids now don't have, mm. which is that if you track it, like it all starts on a stage. Yes, and from there, uh. Stage like comedy is seen as the lower form compared to like, like vaudeville is the cheap option compared to the opera. Yeah. But then, like like when movies start, movies are seen as cheap versions or worse versions of the theater. Yes, of Broadway plays. But you would go see the reason move like movie theaters are old vaudeville theaters. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so then they put screens in and you think like, oh, on one, like, so theoretically, like on one night you could go see, uh, like travel, like, uh, I forget what his name is. Uh, the, the like famous vaudeville act and then go see a movie. And it was literally like the movie was an act. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah. it was like Look a this motion picture, this moving story. It was like going to see a mu musical in the same way that you go see a musical. That's what going and to, you go see to the same theater the next day was. and you see a movie. And like, that's a separate thing, a different act. I think what's changed is bringing screens into the home has made us be like, well, I'm here to hear something and watch something mm -hmm. visually. Yes. And I think the movie theater business is still in the business of like it's a show mm -hmm. and it's like and it's got surround sound on all sides yeah. and the sheets mm -hmm. and the seats shake it's like oh it's experience when like for us because it's like well i'd also watch this movie on an ipad on my bed yes yes so i don't really give it like i in a weird way i think we've almost it you used you used to have to come if you were like a theater was like, well, there's Hamilton and then there's Jurassic Park in a movie theater. Yeah. And yes. it's like, well, Hamilton is like more bang for your buck, I guess. Yeah. But now we I as those ticket prices. I'm sorry, don't set me up like that. Keep going. <laughs> we as consumers have almost downgraded our expectations. We have. And I, I think movie theaters, and I think IMAX was the uh, the peak of like 
like, cause they come around like what the nineties ish or something, who knows? doesn't matter. Still. It's like, like there is still a sense of like IMAX, I think really spoke to even like our parents where it's like, wow. Because when I looked at the history of IMAX, cause we researched it together, we did. IMAX was like, you know, those movie screens you used to watch in old vaudeville theaters. Now there's one that's the size of a fucking baseball field. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like, that must've been crazy. Uh, but yeah, now, when it first came out, it was nuts. But for me, it's like, I mean, what's really the difference between this movie in a theater and me with my fucking headphones on and an iPad? And the true difference is that you're with other people. Yeah. And not the technology of the film. Yeah. Like, are there still 3D movies? Like, that's a fucking... I get that there are, yeah. but that was such a no, gimmick No, that was such a, a gimmick. It was such a thing. And people were like, look, no one likes this. No, that's so funny. I've not thought about that in forever. Like, when's the last time you went to a movie that required 3D glasses? Don't make me wear this fucking thing. And so I think that various Sony sound systems are the audio equivalent of, like, a 3D film. Mm. Where it's going to be, like, presented in Sony Surround. And for some people, it's be like, oh, Sony Surround? That's worth more money for a ticket. Yeah. And we, meanwhile, we as consumers have literally be like, I'll listen. Like we grew up listening to like fucking down lime wired Lincoln Park. that sounded like shit and be like, this is fine. But I got wise. (laughs) He's the devil in disguise. (laughs) Oh yes, he is the devil in disguise. Yes, it definitely does. Okay. Of it's just, and I'm curious, we're going to get right into this with what this talk is. And I'm kind of curious about your opinions of what happens. I'm like, yes, Wow, Sony Surround, it just got to a point of like, dude, I don't fucking care. We chose to you see an indie might movie. care if it was total trash. But there is now a baseline yes, level yes, of expectation. Yes, yes, but there's a baseline expectation of we, instead of seeing Black Adam, this multi-million dollar, The Rock's contract alone was millions and millions yeah. and millions of dollars. Like, it's it's this movie must have taken so much time, so much money, so much thing to see. Just to have some fucking dumb brat like me being like, I don't want to see that. I don't like superhero movies. But we saw an indie movie in a fucking theater that used to be a porno theater. If you knew that about the Los Angeles, no, it makes sense. Did you remember that little tiny theater? We essentially watched that movie on a projector. Like and that I, movie is small. That theater, that side theater, is small. And the by and the I loved way, it. Okay, it's, by the way, we'll get into it, because I know, but we don't, uh, IMAX, I, I don't know how long they will have a competitive advantage, because films, a, a digital projector is something, because the, the issue, the main issue that I was unaware of until IMAX, until we looked at IMAX today, yeah. is that there are physical limitations to something being shot on film, and like with a projector, where the farther you back it up, there's a limitation to how back, big back, this. Back it up. I keep going. I, there's a limitation to how big the screen can be. Yes. With the image being crystal clear. Yes. So you can only get, if something is literally shot on 35 millimeter film, you need to either like shoot it on a different stock of film to put it on a big projector, which is IMAX's business model. Yes. They are a technology <clears throat> company. Yes. Uh, but. What happens when you invent red cameras that can shoot in 4K and 4K videos are so high resolution that a digital projector can put it on the side of a fucking building? Yeah. And it's like all of a sudden there's no, okay, then like we don't need IMAX. If, if, all ca- if all cameras shoot digital quality high enough to be projected on any size screen, mm-hmm. IMAX goes away. Um, Ken, you're getting so on the nose and ahead of yourself that I wish I made a stinger for a segment called who did it better? Cause here's what's going to happen. Kenny, we, 
Uh, now, the last two weeks have been a little jumbled. I think two weeks ago, before two weeks, uh, when I had a Caroline Sell on the show, I think I researched two weeks in a row. Then you re- researched two weeks in a row. It was my week this week. We ended up just kind of doing it last minute, so we did it together. But you did such an astute job that I'm actually going to put your skills to the test. I'm going to read the, the the description of IMAX is like three paragraphs long. But I thought you did a little research while we were doing this, and you so astutely put together what IMAX was. <laughs> okay, so hold up. You searched IMAX on Robin. Uh, oh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> And that maybe is that. That's not actually even one Robin of the other Thick, people we use. Robin Thicke. Oh, even worse. Robin Thicke. Yeah, even worse. Robin. Uh, I love Robin, that Robin, song, Robin, Robin. What's a different Robin? Williams. Robin Zegg. Dead. Dead. Uh, <laughs> but we. I'm, I'm going to read the first paragraph of what the IMAX Corporation is, but I want you to explain to the listeners <laughs> okay. what it does. Short I, and sweet. But I do want to say that you search for IMAX on like investing sites. Yes. And I just Googled Motley the Pool. phrase, how does IMAX make money? And you did a much better job <laughs> internalizing that conversation. Because that was my main question. So please read it. I'll explain. I'm just going to do the first one, one of like nine paragraphs here. <clears throat> IMAX, so this week we invested in IMAX. IMAX Corporation is an entertainment technology company which is engaging in the business of motion picture technologies and presentations. So it operates through following four, it operates through the following four businesses. IMAX Technology Network, IMAX Technology Sales and Maintenance, New Business Initiatives, and Film Distribution and Post-Production. So that's different. already so much more than what I thought was just building IMAX theaters. Right. Can you explain who did it better, this shit website or the Motley Fool, perhaps, or Ken? Ken, what does IMAX as a company do? Try and do it in just a couple sentences. Okay, so the comparison, if you don't know what IMAX does, think of a 3D film. In order to make a 3D film, you need to shoot on a special 3D camera. You need to have a special 3D projector. You need to then build a special 3D, if it's required, a special 3D auditorium. And when people arrive, they will need special 3D glasses. All of which, uh, whoever makes that 3D technology provides. IMAX provides, IMAX has, IMAX is a technology company. They started out with like the physical limitations, right? Like, you want to like, all right, we're, what's a way, maybe, maybe movies were waning in style, right? What's a good way to infuse cash into the movie business? Say like, we're going to start building theaters with huge screens. Mm-hmm. And that will, that's a great, like for blockbusters, they'll be like, let's give it, let's, let's re-energize people to come to the theater. There's a big fucking thing called IMAX. How does it even work? Well, there's a special film that IMAX makes. You shoot it on a special camera that are like, they cert- IMAX certifies like, like organic IMAX certifies camera makers and you have to pay for that certification from IMAX movie theaters pay IMAX to build IMAX auditoriums. They pay IMAX to get a special IMAX projector. They pay IMAX to have the ability to even put IMAX on their fucking website. IMAX is like, it's so weird because it, it's like, it just doesn't like to me, like it doesn't feel like it's from this time. That, and like, like it's from the past. No, the concept of what it even is is so oh, yeah. strange. About being like, you know, we it, it's like, it's like a restaurant being like, you know, we uh, we serve uh, Bennigan's hot. I, I can't think of an example. That, you uh, you said it astutely when you were talking. I don't know if this is what you're trying to say. When you were like, we're making an album and we're gonna put it on Spotify, but you can also put it on vinyl. But to put it on vinyl, you need to record it in a certain way. Right. You need to pay to make, put it on vinyl, and then the listener has to buy a. A record player and buy special speakers so that they can hear it. That's the business. We'll sell you the stuff to make it. We'll sell you the stuff to show it. Or right. 
hear it. It's a brand. It's it's strange to me that IMAX is IMAX is a brand. IMAX is a type of movie experience. Yes, that's Black what Adam it is. had to make the decision. We're going to do it in IMAX. We're going to buy the IMAX. We're going to buy the license because to make it IMAX. We'll play it go in IMAX. See theater. IMAX because people pay more to see IMAX, right? That's got to be the idea. That is that more be. people pay to see IMAX? Well, yeah, and I guess that's why, like in Jurassic World. You know, we I, we didn't see it together, but I saw uh, the big joke in that is that like there's a fucking Jeep logo in every like they sell so right. much space and so much product placement because these movies are so goddamn expensive to make. I think uh, something oh God, I don't totally know if this is a good comparison, but I think you can you can think of it as a diner. It, it, if. All right, this is not this is a wonky analogy, but imagine if you lived in a town that didn't have a McDonald's. Yes. And you had a diner. And the diner said, "We're actually going to start serving McDonald's hamburgers here." And they had to pay McDonald's for the equipment to make the burgers and for all the ingredients. Like that is kind of what it is. It's like, "We have IMAX, and IMAX is a product like, I guess to me, because like I, I just thought IMAX meant big film, but literally it's like you need the correct ovens. You need the like in, like in the McDonald's comparison, it's like, well, they need to source the correct ovens and they need the right kitchen material. They need to pay McDonald's a fee uh, like because we know if you start serving our burgers, people are going to show up. So we want a cut of it. And so IMAX, I guess, is like if we offer the ability to make big fucking movies and you have to pay us a cut and you need the technology from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not going to be around. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ken, yeah, I don't know. that yeah, <laughs> Because are... digital projectors are going to get good and then no one's going to fucking need IMAX anymore. Well, Ken, those are big words for someone who just invested $5,248.12 in IMAX, which is what we did last week. Do you want to have a... I'm glad that Keith Moon from The Who was able to find find the new Mess and Finesse Studios. Do we ever say... Did we ever say that we that we you, did it somebody moved? No, I think we got into talking about confidence for a half that's an hour. How it happened. We uh, moved the studio from. Oh God, this is how it happened. Yeah, the building that I moved to originally had that I was renting an office from. The moment I walked in, there was a for sale sign, and I was like, "Hey, is this building for sale?" And they're like, "Yeah, but don't worry about it." Yeah, and then. A week ago, they were like, just kidding. The building got sold. We're going to have to be out in like a month or two. Oh. And I immediately got on the internet and found this place in Burbank, California. Yeah, Here baby. we are. Smaller, cheaper, Love quieter. Uh, also has- Spooky ghouls walking through the windows. Has real businesses in it, so we can't scream, I think, from the app between nine to five. Oops. Uh, I guess we can. They said we just have to let the people yeah, know. It's 10 o'clock p.m. It's post-production. Who gives? Anyways, uh, the po- what was the point of any of that? We moved, and Keith found Keith, oh, dr- Keith found the drummer us. of the Who and the drummer of the Paper Jam. He's not been up to much recently, other than this. Found the spot. So, Keith, would you mind hitting those drums so I can tell Kenny what happened? When we invest our money in IMAX. Last week, we put all of our money into solo brands. This week, we invested five thousand two hundred forty-eight dollars and twelve cents into IMAX Corporation. And after one full week of investing, we lost. $579.61, putting us down to $4,668.51 goddamn fucking cents. Uh, bad. I know. I, 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 someone threw a goddamn tomato at me. IMAX shouldn't be a public company. How IMAX much do you think their stock going was? away. $2. $12. Okay. Not great. And the, and, all, all the research I did do when I first invested it, 
it's like an 80 80 like buy probably just because it's so goddamn cheap but it's like look you what, know here's what imax is the equivalent of you know those giant tvs that people used to have in their living rooms yes that's what imax is yes a big giant giant tv that with a, a big, thousand with pounds a big back and it's bigger than your tv now but it's like yeah but dude no we can watch <laughs> films and movies on our fucking phone that's the baseline and it's high quality enough the one thing we said is that people that are saying that you should buy IMAX, uh, the, the research shows that it's like, uh, look, uh, the, the company is apparently has a very long expansion runway. They've bought like 500, 500 screens that are already in order to go up all over. Um, and on top of that, IMAX is highly leveraged to China. The, uh, there's stuff I don't understand about Marvel is like the international appeal of China and these movies and shit like that. They're movies that you don't even have to understand Massive. what's being said. Yes, exactly. They are, they, that is harkens back more to the original thing, which is like, it is a spectacle. Yes. Because it's like, it is an even unbelievable English, sensory you experience. you see this fucking thing. Correct. So that's why people are like, look, they're, um, uh, it's the firm's largest market is in China with 734 screens versus only 400 screens in the U S. So they've got twice as many IMAX theaters in China still growing. There's only 400 screens in the United States and they have a runway they've already ordered 500 more. Mm -hmm. This is a company that's going to keep growing, going to keep getting bigger. Some say that's a great time to buy. Other people are saying lower price competing formats such as indie movies and things like that are starting to dilute they're starting to dilute the value proposition just what you were saying the bar is getting higher for average movies and shit like that where uh, we chose to see an indie movie tonight instead of seeing an IMAX movie and the biggest thing uh with that you were talking about is like we looked at the IMAX. You can only shoot an IMAX movie on an IMAX camera. And more recently, some 4K cameras can do that too. It's like, okay, so the technology is getting out there where it's like, why would I lease from the IMAX company? I think because now is going to be a right good time now, to get the fuck out of IMAX. Correct. Be, I was it's just about only to say going that. down. They are about, they have, they are building 500 theaters. That's great. And as it stands, the only way to show a movie in an IMAX theater is with their technology. Mm -hmm. But once anyone figures out how to do that without IMAX cameras because I bet that what's happening is it's one of those things where it's like technologically they have some sort of advantage where it's like it is real like it doesn't look the same like yeah we can put a 4k thing up there it doesn't look the same as IMAX but it's like it's like the most recent entry in like their Wikipedia is like uh, except for two or three cameras that can yeah. now do it and it's like that means it's ending. Yeah. Like that means soon someone's gonna be like, oh, like even the movie we saw today, Sony 4K. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, if Sony 4K, then it'd be like, oh, wait, we can use the IMAX theater we built, but we we can stop paying IMAX a licensing <laughs> fee. Uh, yeah. Then let's fucking <laughs> stop doing that. Or and just call like, it the big theater. <laughs> literally, literally, like put it on the big screen. Like and and like that. It's not there yet, but like people <laughs> want to see the movie smaller, big. <laughs> yeah. You want to see it smaller, big. You want to see it on your fucking phone. Like the idea of watching Avatar on an iPhone is the funniest fucking thing in the world to me. <laughs> the funniest fucking thing in the I world. I love how mad it makes the people who make. Oh the films. my god, it makes me so happy. Like the. The fact that James Cameron had to invent cameras to shoot that movie and you can watch it on your fucking like hit clips like insane <laughs> to me uh hit clips was a piece of technology from when Kenny and I were in elementary middle school that you could buy it and plug it in and it was almost like a Game Boy and it played like 18 seconds of a song awful well Ken how do you feel we are now uh, the lowest we've ever been in this entire fucking show we're at 4,000 almost at 4,500 we're at 4,600 hundred dollars and imax fucked us 
I'm not. I'm not. Not to use naughty language. They fucked us. It feels fitting. Where, by the way, where is IMAX located? Los Angeles. Uh, IMAX is was founded by these three, four people, headquartered in Canada. Really, Miss Mississauga, Mississauga. Oh God. Canadian oh, Sa- may I Mississauga? It's like Missis. It's like Mississippi, but it's Sauga instead of Sippy. Huh? Huh? I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it, is it? Huh? Uh, maybe. I'm Canadian. I should know this. I'm French Canadian. Uh, how do you feel? How do I feel? Uh, it feels fitting to. Oh, I was gonna say is it feels fitting to get fucked by IMAX in Burbank. <laughs> Bur- it does. Burbank is like the, the home of movie theaters. B- uh, Post production. Com- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like of like every everything in Burbank here is like. It's all camera and like editing and audio stuff, and so. But like I'm, at the, I'm like I said, I'm surprised IMAX is even a public company. I'm not surprised it fucked us. How do I generally feel about now being in four thousand? I uh, it now gives me a hope that we might. Now I want to hit zero. Yeah, we might as well just roll into it and just like put this thing out of its misery. No, not like that. No, but no, I but mean, I mean, if we're I gonna crash. We gotta crash. Crash big, like because I, I, if we get to zero, we have to ask the fans to figure out what we're gonna do if how we're gonna fundraise more. We money. go public. We go public. <laughs> <laughs> that could be fucking fun. But yeah, I, I mean, my closing thoughts on IMAX we went is bankrupt. Let's go public. I, I, that's a very funny idea. We should fucking do that. My closing thoughts on IMAX is like. We, I wrote a sketch one time that a very talented director, friend of ours, shot for me, and they shot on a red camera. And the person I was making it with is like, dude, this is the real fucking deal. They shot The Hobbit on this camera. And I was like, yes. 10 years ago, they shot The Hobbit, the movie spectacle of the decade, on this camera. And now it's shooting a sketch that I wrote in my bedroom. Like, that camera is just not, not obsolete, but it's like, Shit, technology just moves like this and now if there's a or there are like b-level cameras that can do this maybe they don't do it as well but people are going to start going for the other brand or there's gonna be a market to make these cameras better so people don't have to pay these dumb fucking licensing fees yeah it's like it, there are so many equivalents in entertainment and really i guess just in sort of like the arts yeah where it's like well you need a sous vide oh you need a micro it's, it's like all these proprietary or like it, like Say there was one brand that had microwave, and then it was like, oh, wait a second. Everyone now can microwave? Like, it's sort of like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, fuck you, IMAX. I ripped my money out of there as, as soon as I possibly could. And and that's our show, Ken. It's 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 pretty late at night, and we, we're it? doing an episode. Yeah, it's 10, 13 p.m. on a Thursday night. And I think this Sunday we're, we're recording our Paper Jam, the Patreon.com uh, new After Hours, yeah. which I don't think we talked that much about on the show. I don't want to give too many details, but it's, oh, a, detail it's, it up. A, it's a bigger, it's a bigger, it's a longer show with, with more of our, some more personal guests. It's, you know, we got so sick of not being able to give advice on this show that we have a separate side pod uh, that you that you'll get that's even longer and it's going to have a guest every week of people that are really really close to us um, where we're answering advice questions on the internet. It's going to be really really fun. I'm really excited. I'm not going to announce who our first guest is, but they're locked up and ready to go. You know what else I thought would be fun? It's an advice show. Wouldn't it be fun if we had Mora and Amanda on together, the four of us? giving it like answering these advice questions just getting into an argument just screaming at each other's spouses <laughs> um uh, what kind of perspectives like and goofy it. antics are we gonna get into i don't know we're shaking things up and don't forget you still have the backlog catalog of all the other bonus episodes so go to patreon.com slash the paper jam pod and I, i'm that. sorry and or i'm don't. sorry the first patreon episode will be us planning the patreon no 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 <laughs> 
No, that's not what it's going to be. There is one podcast that did that. And, I, was, and you hate it. You it came in very it. hot. I hate it so much. But pilot episode of your podcast being like, what should the podcast be? Is that what it was? Yep. What a waste of everyone's fucking time. <laughs> At least with this, we knew what it was going to be. And we were like, let's, here's what it is. And like, like no one wants to go back and be like, I guess if it was like amazing one day, they'd be like, that's where they started. Like, what? That's a lazy fucking idea. Yep. That's why ours, it was a two second announcement at the end of a long episode that who God knows who's going to hear. But I, Ken, I had a lot of fucking fun. This Me episode. too, man. And honestly, the best part about it, Ken, was seeing you right after work. Oh. And getting to hang out with yeah. you. Yeah. I had, a, I had such I liked a great it. time. Did you have a good time at the movies? I had a fun time sitting next to you the movies thinking, like, oh, this is my friend. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more because, especially the movie we saw, I don't want to give spoilers, but there was a lot of like you and me humor. It wasn't even humorous, but it was like at one point you and I were like laughing our fucking asses. We were like, was anyone else laughing at that movie? Some people were, but I was like, I was like, I'm squealing and I like can't <laughs> stop. We were, I was like screaming because that movie was very fucking insane. Would you, rec would you recommend uh, Triangle of Sadness? People see Triangle Sadness. Yeah. I would say go in blind and definitely do it. Like, and Is that's it, one that I'm like, I don't know if I would watch it at home. There's a very interesting obsession right now in our culture with awful rich people. It's succession, yes. White Lotus, Triangle of Sadness. It's a it's hot. We're flipping the narrative on its head. We're looking right in the mirror. What? We are! I thought it was a fart sound. Um, but Ken, well, that was our episode. If you guys are listening, you haven't given us five stars. Five stars. Uh, let do we can we let's take an actual fucking moment. I know that there are people, I've seen the numbers. There are people who will listen to this show who have not given us five stars on Apple. And I honestly think I think Apple Podcasts is the dying platform. Yeah. Spotify oh, is so you can give five stars on Spotify. News to me because no one's done it. But, really? Uh, I some people I did have. it. I did it too. And it was like, when you get more people giving you stars, we'll tell you. This show is too good to not have enough stars. That's the story of my life. I'm telling you. <laughs> we got to take this thing to the moon. If you got it, if we got an, uh, let's just put it on the line. If we got an offer to be bought by like iHeartRadio, how would you feel about that? I'd take it. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, you would? I'd take anything. <laughs> I'll take fucking anything. We should figure that out. Let's figure that out. But regardless, <laughs> if you guys are there, like, look, maybe you gave us five stars on Apple Podcasts and you didn't do it on Spotify. Do it on Spotify. I'm looking to see. Steal your dad's phone and give us five stars on his phone. Yes. Ask your friends to borrow their phone to look up the weather and go to podcasts and look up the paper jam and give us five stars. Leave a comment, too. Tell your friends about the show. Post about the show. People post about the show on their Instagram every once in a while. I love it. It's great. I just can't. I wish more people would listen to this. We, we, and I, I don't I mean any disrespect to our loyal listeners. We, we have good, a good amount of listeners, but I want more. I want to have Mas. more weird fucking noises and shit like that. Like, I'm not going to touch any of them. I don't want to mess with it. This is great. All that aside, I had the best time hanging out with you. I don't like, the, I don't like these transitions that I'm doing. I, I got away from the fact that we spent a lovely evening together. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. That's it for this. Audio.